This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Tomorrow is opening day. This morning, then I have a great hunt. Deer didn't move like usual. Here we just got set up in the middle of bedding picket. Um, saving this spot from the rut. It's a nice It's a 170. That was money. I think he's down right over there. 10 yards. Whitetail Legacy Podcast, bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. Baller rut. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Only a couple more episodes away. Highly anticipated intro. Oh man, dude, you are putting the pressure on me now. (laughs) Yeah, we're finally going to get around to doing that. We put a ton of work into this thing, and that is something that we put on the back burner for so long. We're finally going to get that done so you guys don't have to listen to my beautiful voice the first <laughs> 30 seconds of this podcast so we hope you guys are going to like it we're going to try to pump you up the first 30 seconds let you guys know what we're about and uh, how much fun we have on this podcast we're going to get into our partners right off the bat here we got this episode we're just going to kind of catch up we had a lot of stuff happen back to back to back that we weren't able to talk about because we had so many awesome guests come on the back-to-back-to-back. We've been putting in a lot of work, and it's been showing uh, right off the bat. Before we get to the partners, we want to just thank everybody that's listening. We had a 1,000 listen week, man. That's that's, that's major huge. for us. Uh, 
you guys are putting the word out there and really, really shouting us out, and it's showing. Um, I'm, I see posts on there uh, on Facebook about, you know, what pod, what podcast do you guys uh, listen to on hunting forums? And I'm seeing our name get thrown out by people, which is super cool to me. You know, they're like, hey, check check this podcast out because they're guys, they're, you know, most of them say they're hilarious. Or they didn't. They don't say they're. Oh yeah, they're skilled whitetail hunters. <laughs> they just say they they put they tell good stories and uh, they put a good feel, good vibe to their podcast. But we can't we can't thank you guys enough. You guys are crushing it. Um, for a couple guys that are just out here doing it in our garage, we're we're loving every second of this. So. Hey, it's a legit studio. Yeah, it's a legit <laughs> studio. So no, it, it's just weird, you know, because I mean, obviously, you and I talk, you know, about what podcasts we listen to and stuff. Um, but, you know, just for the normal guy, you know, I'm not going up to some, I mean, some other buddies, you know, that are hunters. I'm not going up and be like, hey, man, what podcast do you listen to? So you guys really sharing, sharing, you know, the word, spreading the word, um, liking and sharing on Facebook. Um, you know, that's that's awesome. You know, it's really, really humbling to us and it's kind of blowing our minds at this point. You got our top, did you remember our top listeners from last week? Can you pull that up? Yeah, yeah, I can pull that up. Okay, um, I'm gonna. I'll get into our sponsors. I'll have you pull that up. We're gonna right. try. We're gonna try to start doing a thing where we're gonna shout out our top listeners for the week uh, on, on the episodes. If we remember, you want location? Yeah, I, I, yeah. We, we won't give them location. We'll just give them their name. We All don't. Right. We, we don't. We don't want guy, this guy getting hate mail or something. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna get in. We're gonna start off with Ingram, guys. I talked to Ingram. He's been working hard. He's got. He's got a lot. A lot of stuff going on right now. I think he got 90 shoulder mounts plus the turkeys and all the small game. So, and I don't know how many Europeans because that guy oh, that yeah. guy gave him 90 at the show, right? So I can imagine how many Europeans he got. I know and then he plus whatever he was getting. Yeah, I know he got 12 that. elk. So 12 elk Europeans. So Where is he putting 12 elk at? I have no idea. <laughs> so, but yeah, he is putting in a lot of work. We just want to shout him out for that. Uh, he's been putting in so much work. We haven't been up. We ha- we haven't been up to go up and hang out with him, so we haven't been putting any pictures out of his stuff on on the social media, so you guys can can see it and follow it. But we're gonna. I messaged him. He said he's gonna get some stuff out to me this week. So yeah, it'd be cool. I mean, we we definitely need to go up there and help him out. You know, I don't care. We just got to clean the studio. You know, something to help him out. Yeah. And uh, you know, I like to do like get him in like a crucial spot of a mount or something, and you know, do like yeah, a live video. You that know, would be cool. Just saying, you know, this is one way to mess this up really easy or something. You know, just something that a lot of people don't understand. You yeah. know, there's so much more to it, and and if there is any tax nervous listening, you know, shout out to you guys because. Any anybody that's doing that, you love deer more than anybody I know. If you're a taxpayer, which is weird for like an animal rights person or something, because you're <laughs> mounting a dead animal. But Ingram loves like anything about deer, deer anatomy, the physics of them, the way they move, the way his, they walk. His just, knowledge of the anatomy blows yeah, me away. Yeah. Man. So we just want to shout him out. He's doing, he's working hard, and I can't wait to get our bucks back this year. We're yeah. gonna have to add on to the studio. <laughs> I know, after yeah, it's next coming year quick. <laughs> it's gonna be too full. But what? What? I just can't wait. You know, just the bare form, just with the rack sitting on yeah. it. You know, you either either of the three bucks that yeah, are there, you dude, get that's that gonna pick. be yeah. baller. So next we got ECW. Uh, he just finished up the last of our turkey calls, and he just made us some grunt tubes, custom engraved, dude. And those are sick. He went with the dark wood on them, a five tone grunt tube. I'm pumped about that. Use that for deer season. Yeah, you sent me the picture, man. I was blown away. Yeah, that engraving machine that he's got for that wood is 
it got the detail of our mic and stuff and in a small size you know which blew me away and then he even got like the shading and the antler right you know yeah. on that that small scale which blew me away so he could really do some some you know detailed work and just like on the back of the turkey calls when he does the word bur- the wood burning into that you know putting um ECW hunting calls when quality matters. Yeah. Like, man, that, yeah. It's great clean, job. man. Yeah. What super cool. I'm going to get one for my kid. So I think I, sh- I can be able to get, you know, the logo with his name and maybe the date as his first grunt tube. And then my wife will love that. Be blowing around. Yep. I think I'm going to do the same thing get the logo and get Aiden's name. And then I'm just going to put the year. Yeah, you know, it's like 2018. Yeah, I, got, cool. I got this for got you. That's your first grunt call. Right. Then put it up for him, let him play with it. And then, when he's ready to go shoot his first buck, you'd be like, you're taking this thing. Taking the old faithful Start at that put, point. <laughs> like, I wish one thing I would have done is, I could see a lot of people do it, is like, they, they like, they make notches for like, does that they killed or bucks that they killed or turkey. You know, I wish I had like, a marked number so I actually knew. So, I don't, want, I don't want to give this away, but I, I was gonna, I've been thinking about doing something because when, at my place, uh, the landowners got a couple guys that come down from church, and they got walking sticks that are like them wooden walking sticks are like five and a half foot tall. And each year on there, they put on, you know, the year, and then you know they'll put on like one fifty five and seven eighths. He put on there one year, and then they'll put on there like a doe, and it's all wood burnt into oh, the that's, stick. That's sweet, dude. I, I wish. I mean, it was two years ago, but dude, it was sick. That's gonna be like my, uh, you know, like from now on. So, you know how, like, people have band necklace? I'm going to have a turkey spur necklace. Right. That I'm going to wear during turkey season only. <laughs> <laughs> Any live video in April yeah. is just, you get yeah, just you're turkey it. spurs. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take me, like, 10 years to fill that thing up. but Yeah, but them guys have been hunting together for, like, 25 years, man. And it was all the way back. That'd all be cool, back. even for us, to look yeah. back 10 years and be like, dude, remember this? I shot four does this year, you're that right, year, yep. and a turkey or whatever. It's just super cool. And then... Like, I was watching that one video. The guy's like, I've shot a turkey every year for 30-something years. I'm like, I can't remember, you know, if I have done that or not because you don't notch them. But uh, I'm starting <laughs> now. I'm going to start now. So, you know, if I go on a five-year streak and then I hit a couple-year streak, I we, can remember that, you know. For turkeys or deer? Either. I would say because if you're doing deer, you need to back up about four years and yeah. start. <laughs> yeah, either. So, but all right, here we go on the veteran. Let's get that out. Uh, we... We cannot thank Matt enough. That is one of the biggest sharers and believers in this podcast. He's just like all our sponsors, Ingrams and Jeff from He's ECW. He's top five listener and biggest promoter. Of yeah, this I mean, he, he shares the crap out of our page. And it's because he likes that we aren't afraid to say what we want. And we talk about what we want with without a script, you know. And he, he digs that about us. He likes that we can BS with the best of them and, and have a good time and we can't say enough about him, but we're going to get right into the VIP. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, before you move off of him, um, that we're, we're in a couple of groups on Facebook with Matt, and that dude is grinding to yes. grow his business. I mean, it's yeah. every post, you know, and I just love I love to read what he has to say because I almost learn something every time. And there was this one post that you commented, you tagged me yeah. in, and I was like, I, I read it about 20 minutes before you tagged me. I was just, holy shit, you know, take a time out here a couple times just to think about what I just read. And I start reading again. I'm like, man, dude, I don't even, I can't even understand this. Yeah, he but. puts, like, any product, it don't matter. He's just super passionate about everything. So he has his opinion, 
but his opinion i mean he studied nuclear physics in the military so he he's like on a different level right he knows like he breaks it down step by step whether it's like a scent product or or uh you know they can't see electrical wave product or a broadhead (laughs) or fletchings he just he's so passionate about hunting and the stuff that the products that were used being good products, you know, that he just, he just I bet you he reads like a book a week. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Some 700 pages. Yeah. He just don't want somebody to go out there and not hinder themselves using a product because that product's getting hyped up. You know, he's, he's putting out facts. He, he's into the science of it. And that's one thing that's pretty cool. Yeah. One, that's one thing I will shout out. We have a, we have a guest coming up and we're going to talk about marketing and how crazy it is and how crazy the facebook hunter or hunter is right now and uh these guys have been doing a long time super solid facebook following so i'm really excited to get them in and learn what facebook and hunting was like five years ago six years ago from what it is now and what marketing is you know because like like matt said he won't pay someone you know ten thousand dollars say hey shoot my broadhead he's like i want you to go shoot it just like the rival he gave them broadheads and said, go shoot my broadheads this year, and if you like it, next year we'll talk about doing business. So, But we can't say enough about him, but we're going to get into the VIP shout-out. We got Tim Pennington this week, and uh, he was from 1996 to 2005. He was assigned to the White House Communications Agency where he traveled in advance of two former presidents. Then from 2005 to 2006, he was deployed with the 160th Signer Brigade as a personal protector for senior officers and civilians. They traveled to Iraq and Afghanistan, where he's involved in a vehicle accident during the tour. He had to have surgery, two surgeries on his right knee, and he lost 60% of his hamstring, and he suffers from PTSD every day. He was medically retired as an SSG, 100% service-connected, disability, disabled veteran, and unable to work due to service connections. He lives in Canton, Texas. Timothy, man, I mean, I can't, we can't thank you enough for what you did protecting presidents and then going over and, and protecting senior officers, uh, getting injured in the line of duty, being disabled like that. Uh, I don't know you personally. I don't know what your struggles are, but uh, a very heart, you know, heart sent message from the Whitetail Legacy crew about how thankful we are for what you did for us and our families. You know, we got kids now, and, you know, we, we send this podcast out, and without guys like you doing that stuff for us, we, we couldn't be able to have the life that we have. You know, we're recording this on Memorial Day, you know, and, and that's something we should shout out to. You know, you guys won't be listening to this. We record it now, so maybe maybe after you get done listening to this, just take a second and remember those people that we have lost protecting our freedom. So uh, we're going to get right into this episode, guys. Tim, man, we appreciate you. We'll tag you with this link and uh, so I can send a person message you and, and thank you personally. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Um, you know, it, just like Cody said, we don't know exactly what you're going through, but, man, just try to take it a day at a time and, you know, one step at a time, man. Yeah. Let's get in. Let's hit that top listeners yep, for the week. Uh, pulled it right up here. Jeremiah Gatsby. Jeremiah Gatsby. He run. What's the page he runs? Help oh, me out here. Oh, shit. I don't know. Uh, uh, I'll get it. Go ahead. Hit, hit, hit him with the next one. I got it. Hit uh, the next. I'm going to click on that, see more people. 
Uh, old D. Martin 9. No, oh, D. Is Martin. That Dylan Martin? Yeah, Dylan Martin. He's oh. checking us out. He's nice. hitting us hard. He's hitting that Heck play yeah. button. Who was who was the guy last week with like the 13? Oh, yeah. Um, he was crushing yeah, it. Yeah, let me get back in my messages here. Yeah. We just wanted to do this because... Mike Dupree. Mike Dupree. Thank yeah. you, Mike Dupree, if you're listening, dude. We appreciate all all the listens. We we listen to podcasts ourselves, and uh, we wanted to be a little bit different and really thank the people that are listening to us because you are the guys that are making this happen for us, you know? So, And also uh, Christian Mark. Christian Mark. Christian He's Mark. lighting it up. Nice, man. Thank you, Christian. We appreciate it. We're... Uh, if we can remember, we'll tag all y'all in the post and do a personal uh, thank you on Facebook. All right, back to Jeremiah Gatsby. He runs a modern bow hunter. Um, you guys should check that page out. He's put he's a, a very good writer, I think. Um, he puts out a lot of articles about uh, sometimes about stuff that people don't really like to talk about in the hunting industry, which is kind of cool to me, or hunting in general, not just in the industry, you know, Stuff that really gets you get your head thinking, and I just wanted to give a personal shout-out. That's Modern Bow Hunter on Facebook. Uh, check it out. Give it a like and follow his stories because he's really doing something. He's got some sweet pictures on there, yeah, too. Yeah, he does, yeah. The guy can shoot pretty good, too. Right. So, When bow hunter's in your name, you better be able to yeah. shoot pretty good. <laughs> what do you want to cover in this episode, man? It's been a while know, since yeah, we know. just had like a, an, an awesome... I'm gonna I, be pumped when I'm just hearing your sweet voice at the beginning. Of this I don't one know. Again. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if like the listeners enjoy these as much, but I really like it when me and you could just sit down, and you know, there's not really a time constraint. We could just talk like we're buddies and yeah, like we're we're just out here bullshitting the garage, you know, yeah. with but we're just recording it, you know. Yeah, I know. Super cool. But what do you got on the oh. on the Richter there? Oh, I got a couple things here. Let's hear about your turkey, man. My turkey? Yeah, I, we've mentioned it a couple episodes. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Only one, I, th- I think, is Jordan because yeah. we did the three and then it was the next morning. So if you guys go back to, I think it was it the last episode that me and you had together. I can't remember. But we did an episode and I said, I'm going to go out in the morning and I'm going to shoot one. No big deal. No, it was in the intro. Yeah, intro. Of the night we did Logan, Matt, oh, okay. and Buck Fine. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go out and shoot a turkey in the morning. So uh, I... Went out with my cousin Dallas. He was filming me. He's Beer first guy. time cameraman, so uh, he didn't zoom in at all. <laughs> but hey, you have we, one job. Yeah, we uh, we got some decent film. It was a lot of fun. It's not something we're. I'm trying to market anyways on film. It's just so cool to be able to record and watch your hunts and let my kid watch them. But anyways, I went out. It was one of those later in the day kind of hunts or morning. You know, it's the eight thirty bird. And uh, I got one gobble out of him off a crow call, and I was like, okay, he's a long ways away. And it's one of those things where I'm like, I know this is a good strut zone. Uh, what what else, you know, what, what are my chances of shooting a bird? Probably slim, but what else am I going to do? But w- weren't you there the day we recorded, and you were in there with the ECW, yeah. and you knew that some birds were there. Yeah, yeah. The, the morning before that, I got really close. I got 60, 70 yards but they were in the timber, and they were they were gobbling. Yeah, they were at, at yeah. the call. They were gobbling hard at the call that day, and uh, the next day there was, I think there was two birds there, but it, I think they made a root might have roosted on that and then headed to that other property, and uh, the bird was gobbled on a property that I didn't have to hunt. So I just got up on the field edge of the property I had, and then just did some some nice calling with the ECW, 
glass call there and uh, just really try to get some real loud volume on it. And then I did uh, a mouth call with the ECW to sound like two birds. And we were sitting there, and I had Dallas with me, and it was just one of those days that was super nice out. It was kind of breezy, but the breeze was nice because it was a little warm. So it was just like perfect napping weather, you know, for spring <laughs> turkey. And I was like, dude, we ought to just sit here for a while and see if this bird's going to work. He might start gobbling, might be able to make a move. And I was just messing with Dallas. I was like, that turkey's going to come out right over there in that corner. I'm going to hit, you know, two yelps at him on this slate call. And he's going to walk across this field right to our decoys. Dallas is like, oh, whatever, dude. So <laughs> we're sitting there. I'm calling, I'm calling. And then a, a crow calls, and the bird's closer. He won't. He did not gobble back to the calls, but he was coming. And he was gobbling back to the crows that were flying over Con. And then I'm like, man, that bird's closer. And then another crow, maybe 10 minutes later, hit. And he was. He felt, it sounded like he was way closer then. I was like, man. So I literally was about to pick up my slate call and hit it, and I seen him. Right where I said the bird was going to come out, he poked out. He's probably 200 yards across the field, and I'm like, Dallas, there he is, you know. And he's like, nah, you're just messing with me because he was. there's kind of like a little knoll, and he couldn't see, and I was like, no, he's right there. Why does there always got to be a knoll in the field? Like, it's why like, can't I just because, get a flat-ass field? It's because you know? all, the knoll, all the fields have a little oh, knoll. Oh, dude, I hate that. Yeah. But uh, he, he came right in. Um, I shot him. 10 15 yards maybe and uh it looked about 30 on the film thanks yeah. dallas <laughs> yeah he, he never gobbled once uh he was definitely not a dominant bird he kept going into like half strut coming out he's seen the decoys and that like almost made him a little timid too where he started to angle away once he got to the decoys because i set them up really close because I needed to have visual from another long field that's cut off because this is kind of like shaped like a like an L. So we were in like the corner of the L. So anything from the east and west on the long part of the L, the L could see us, see the decoys. And then on the bottom part of the L would have been the field that we were set up on. So, But it all worked out. I got an awesome hunt. Uh, Dallas was pumped. He hasn't been on a successful turkey hunt in like four or five years. So he was jacked. And um, I got a turkey down. It's it just a good year, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good hunt. Isn't it isn't it awesome when you get them birds that close? Yeah. Like, it was super cool. And and really I was kinda worried about him f- fading off on the decoys, but I couldn't let him get any cl- even closer. It was just me like he was out at thirty and I whispered it out, Man, I could take him right now. I could just you know, he was just half strut facing right at me. You know. I'm like, Man, I could take him right now and that's exactly how I shot him. He went into half strut. And I'm like, I know he ain't moving for a second, you know. Straight on, right, dropped him. Didn't even kick his feet, man. Broke his feet, <laughs> like, in two seconds. Boom, broken. <laughs> Leroy is down. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins is down. Yeah, Leroy Jenkins is down. Yeah, that was my turkey season. Uh, it was over really quick. I took homie out on the property that I shot the bird on and my property that I lease, and... uh that's my two-year-old at the door. <laughs> and uh, but we weren't able to get it done, man. We hunted hard. We had a lot of fun, though. We had a ton of fun. Yeah, we had a ton of fun. That's what we like to say on this you know, podcast. Hunting's supposed to be fun. So even if you're not being successful, it's still fun to be out there. If you truly love this sport and, and have a passion for it, I mean, it you get 
you get tired and you know you, you're like man this sucks i'm not seeing any game but if you sit back and think about it you're not at work you're you know you ain't got a two-year-old screaming at you you're just out there by yourself chilling relaxing and uh learning man always learning yeah so i hunted nine nine or ten days the whole year and with the way the illinois seasons are broke up you only get like six days a season and then of course you're trying to work and stuff and so I hunted nine days between the two seasons, and, man, I had a bunch of cool encounters. I attempted my first turkey reap, and that ended quickly, but it, it was still cool to learn and try that. Um, I, I could have just sat back and, um, you know, tried to call them in, and they were they were respond, responding to the call, and... They were just way off. I mean, they were like maybe five, six hundred yards when, and it was just a random gobble that I heard because I was getting ready to walk up up the big hill from the bottom, and then, you know, they're down in the bottom and then some, and so I, you know, I walked to the to the wood line and that was at least a good three hundred fifty yards. So I could see them and there's there's two of them out in the field strutting and. uh that was when I decided, you know, all right, am I going to try to reap them or am I going to try to call them in? But I'd had to bring them out of the field into a little patch of woods and through the patch of woods and up just a, basically a cliff. And uh, I decided to be aggressive and not not just sit back and, you know, try out trying to reap one because I really wanted to do that because when, when I see any videos of a turkey getting reaped, like that is just sweet yeah super sweet so i i tried it and uh didn't get very far one thing i would like to say how hot is it today like 95 it is 95 okay so if you hear any background noise in this episode (laughs) we just put the air conditioner in the studio and this it's nice in here so we're gonna suffer on the audio, maybe. I'm not sure, sure how it sounds when I put out. It's pretty to, quiet. It's not like kicking on yeah, and off or anything. Yeah, to have comfort in this room. <laughs> <laughs> because it's 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 getting nice in here. So we just wanted to put that out. But I wanna I wanna talk about I wanna talk about your uh yesterday, your bow shoot. Yesterday yeah, I had are a, you little, gonna, had a you, little bow shoot yesterday. Are you gonna put that on the page for people to see? I or? think so. Um I don't know if you can do are you gonna do a little editing with it or I don't is, know, that a, man. is that a no go now? If you back up your computer and you <laughs> save and you save something to a, a flash drive and then it's not there, I don't I'm not technical enough to know how to get it back. I don't know if I can call them. And be like, hey. So the whole program's gone? whole thing's smoked. Well, you better not buy it, a real editing program, and do that. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, the 72-inch shed's in my way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bang on the table here in a minute. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to hopefully uh, go, I'm going to hopefully buy a better one. My plan. Oh, so is that your excuse just to buy a new one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A better one? All this OT, just get Adobe Premiere and just call it a, call it a day. Call it a day. Yeah. Well, yeah, I had a little bow shoot yesterday. Um, we did the gender reveal for the baby I'm having, Peak Rut. And, uh, Number ninth, baby. Yeah. I'll be in the woods, <laughs> and then I'm going to have to wrap it up to go to the hospital to see a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, at least let you, I'll at least give you till dark. Oh, okay, yeah. I'll come at dark. I'll cut you a break. Um, so we're having a boy. If you know what kind of bow I shoot, that's his name. 
That's all I'm gonna say. Because <laughs> I feel like like we're not we're just telling close family and friends and uh, the name until he's born. And you guys are close family or friends. Yeah, sounds like. Yeah, I was saying it's this podcast. <laughs> if you listen to us, you're if, if you're dedicated enough to listen to me on this podcast, then you should at least get a pretty solid hint. Yeah. So that's a super exciting man. Another boy. So Aiden will be. Two It'll and a half, two and a half, almost two and a half, two and a half, and then you're having a newborn. So, yep, man, you're like right on line with me. Yeah, you're so like the, so you're yeah, so yeah, you got a, you got some news going. Yeah, on. I got I had a boy. I knew that on our last episode we hinted that we put out like three in the same night, and then we did another back to back. It's because I got a I got an infant now, so we might be doing some more doubles and triples. Uh, we still want to send the best quality for you guys, but. Uh, we got we got we got real life going on right now. I'm gonna say now, you guys you know? aren't even gonna know. I mean, unless we just hint at something, you know, like yeah. hey, you know, we just did three tonight. We don't want to we don't want to make it seem like you know we're we're cutting you guys on the quality because we want to send a quality product out for you guys. But we uh, this is our busy time of the year during the summer, working a lot yeah. of hours. I'm saying you're working fifty. I'm working about sixty. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and this we week, this couple two year olds, you got a new baby. Yeah, I mean it's, it's it's life. Yeah, it's a lot. I got like I got a two and a half year old, and then. An infant, so I had a had a boy named Bladen uh, Ty Jenkins. Um, Check him out. Yeah, my uh, <laughs> my wife's dad was named Blade. He was nickname all year. So, and then her nickname was Ty. All, all his life. All yeah, his all, life. all his life. Yeah, sorry, okay. I say all year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, yeah. That's why. That's why Ryan Homie's here. Yeah, yeah, help me out. But uh, yeah, and then her nickname was Ty from her dad. So that's his middle name. Yeah, that's a baller name, dude. Yeah, Bladen. So, I mean, that, yeah, that's some dude you don't want to mess with. No, I hope not. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, it's super exciting. This kid is uh, hands down way easier than uh, than my last one. So I, I mean, other some people are just gonna be thinking, is that just because you know what you're doing? But other than the others, yeah, just Rainer being I the think, way he I, was. Yeah, I, my my first one was he had acid reflux real bad, and uh, like he his throat burned all the time, and the doctors didn't know so. He would cry a lot, but uh, I think now, and I'm sure there's a lot of dads that can relate. The first one I had, I was like insanely nervous, you know, to do a good job because, you know, that's, you know, being, that's, that's like what I'm proudest of is being a dad because I think I'm a good, I'm good at it. You know, I mean, everybody, everybody thinks they're the best dad, but you know, ask my kid, he'll tell you I'm the best. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, you know, that I was just really nervous and this one, it's the second boy so I'm like, ah, I got this. You know, I know what I'm doing. And and I told my wife, I'm sure a lot of other guys listening to this that have kids can relate. When they're nine, ten months, that's when they're cool. Right yeah. now, they're like the wife. The wife thinks they're awesome, you know. And I'm just <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, it's cool, but yeah. it's not like I can't like. All I got to do is hold him. Yeah, you know. He's not mouthing back at him or anything. Yeah, yet, I want to wrestle. Yeah. Let's wrestle. Let's I wanna get on do, the ground. Yeah, I want to do something. Throw some bows or something. He's a. He's he's a really good kid, so we're blessed on that. And uh, I hope I hope that there's any dads out there they can relate to this podcast because it's yeah. about, about to be White to Legacy Dad Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Have two two young kids and two babies and a lot of stuff going on. But that's that's one thing about life, man. I'm learning is this this podcast brings a lot of fun, even you know to me and homie and to my family. We're getting to do a lot of stuff, and 
my kids getting excited about it. So yeah, I'm I'm telling the wife, you know, hey, we're gonna have this person on and that person, or you know, hey, I just talked to Jordan Spencer. That guy's been filming for a bunch of big people. Yeah, or you know, I'm telling my sister, you know, whoever, and they're just like, you know, man, that's crazy. You just get to learn so much from this. It's just such a so awesome. And the people that we have to thank is the listeners because those are the people that are really like at Getting first out we, we want to put out good stuff but now i feel like we we need to put out a good quality yeah. episode for you guys you know right. what i mean so but that's good for us i mean we can't thank you guys enough so while we're on the family topic there um we need to shout two people out we need to shout the wives out i know yeah, yeah they're holding the fort down they while do, we're out yeah. here doing this yeah so like we said we both got kids so it's hard for us to do this but who do you think the wives are watching yeah who's paying for it i mean the wives are yeah who's watching the kids while we're out here doing this you know and and people are like okay an hour podcast uh you know but you got to think it's about two hours it is two two hours hours of podcast for us because the time the sound check uh calling a guy or getting him in studio getting the bs out of the way and then getting in and then the wrap up you know we're talking about when we're going to release it and you know Tell them thank you. It, it's about two hours. Yeah, know? yeah, it's two hours, and that's if the guy shows up on time or yeah. answers the phone on time, or yeah. you know, we're uh, we're def we've definitely been waiting around a lot for for people, but that's right. just part of the game, and we want to get interesting stories out there for you guys. So, and the scheduling and everything, there's a lot that goes into this, but it's definitely worth it. And it's, but yeah, big shout out Taylor. I know you don't listen, and you don't really, you, you know, <laughs> sure you won't hear this, but but thank you, Michelle big thank you from me i know you do listen every week way to rock it <laughs> taylor needs to step her game up but, we've been uh, saying that for six months now <laughs> yeah i know but yeah i appreciate it um next thing i got up here is like when i see a post on facebook now and you said this and that's kind of what got me thinking about it when you see a post on facebook about somebody asking what broadhead to shoot i'm just like this is a no-brainer at this point like after we had Matt on, after I've already shot this thing, like, why? I don't. So Matt just needs to tell everybody just listen to that episode. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I don't understand yeah. what why it's a big. I think it's broadheads is just like it's just like politics for deer hunters. It's just because there's so there's so many like okay there you could you could be picky on arrows right, but how many arrows, arrows really need how, to kind of match your setup? You know how many arrows are gonna you know break or how many arrows are gonna alter flight you know i mean a few maybe possibly but not like if someone has a bad experience with a mechanical on a big deer or has a bad experience with a fixed blade not flying true on a big deer and then that's where you get that like people almost get emotional about it and i think people ask that question because they're curious but then also every post that has it in it has 300 comments you know and a lot of them are different you know it gets people fired up it does it gets people really passionate about something and i know everybody that listens to this probably has their broadhead that they shoot and like me and homie said if you if you like that broadhead and you're successful with it you don't have to change but when you do decide to change give the veteran a try because you're you're not going to want to go to anything different. I mean, did you see uh, how quick the Last Breath Boys were yeah. on on oh, the broadhead oh, talk, yeah. dude? It, like we were just sitting around bullshitting, you know. Yeah. And then we started talking about broadheads. Oh, I asked him. I said, "Hey, you know, do you really like you know these broadheads?" Yeah. And dude, it was just like because they had really switch, good man. success. Yeah, with it, you know, what I mean, they had really good success with it. And like I said, we're not trying to alter 
your guys's opinion of what you know works we're just trying to get something out there that might not get a lot of marketing hype or a lot of knowledge that is incredible product that we love so just like you're saying man i'd never change my broadhead i'm super passionate about it that's why we talk about it so much because how many people have we changed that have shot it now 10 or 15 that have talked to us they shoot it and they're like this is all i'm shooting right you know they've they like this is it you know and then there's multiple i get multiple messages about it you know well give me some more intel and i do you know and i give the best knowledge but then they're always like well i like this one better and i'm and i tell them man you do you that's the best thing about everybody's hunting setup is you know you might shoot the brand new best bow you know, $1,000, or you might shoot, you know, a Darton from way back in the day, you know, like my first bow, you know. I know Darton just came out with some new bows. I haven't shot them yet. Right. I, I know my old bow, It I killed deer with it back then, so you could kill deer with it now. So if you like your setup, no matter if it's a $1,000 setup or a $200 setup, you kill deer with it and you get it done, that's all you need. But we just want to get – we. I get fired up on homie every time because he gets so passionate <laughs> about broadheads. I'm like, man, we got to wrap this up because we could turn this into a two hour podcast about products <laughs> that we're passionate about because we just love hunting. And then the more we do the podcast, the more I love every little bit about hunting. Cause once you get into it on this side, it's deep, man. No, oh, shit is deep. <laughs> you, 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 know, you don't bring your rubber boots, bring your waders, <laughs> not your hip waders, your chest nipple waders i'm talking nipple waders because this <laughs> shit gets deep on this side the marketing bull crap and people paying people to say they shoot this or they love this product or that's what blows me. like how could you say oh yeah i shoot the veteran but you know i don't really believe it i just shoot it just because i have to like no shoot it because it's yeah it's destructive if, if that I, i'll tell you right now if i shot that veteran broadhead and they're they're a sponsor of this show and it did not perform on a buck like I thought it would. I would talk to Matt and say, hey, dude, you're doing an awesome product. It did not perform. And I know Matt would take care of it for me. He would. He, I'm, but there's always going to be flaws. But if you question your broadhead, I cannot shoot it. If I have any doubt, when that's like I tell homie, the, I think the number, well, not the number one, but the biggest thing about making a good shot on a deer is being confident. You cannot be thinking, oh, I'm going to miss this deer. What about my broadhead? Well, my sight might be off. you got to draw back on that deer, and you, when you release that arrow, that is a dead deer in your mind. There's no questions that you're going to miss, that you're, you know, you're, your shit's not going to perform. It is, you're dead on when you, even Dallas. Dallas has seen me draw on deer, and he said it's like a light switch. I'm like, I'm jacked, I'm pumped, the deer's coming in. When I'm drawing, I'm rock solid, and it's game on. Because I'm thinking about nothing. I'm not thinking about how big the deer is, what the deer is. I'm thinking about drawing, putting You're my thinking about on how it, big the deer is. And shooting. <laughs> I don't, dude. I'm thinking about drawing and shooting that deer. And just like homie, that situation, I was drawn for over 45 seconds. I had a lot going through my mind then. I was thinking about yeah. all kinds of shit, you know? <laughs> right. But, you know, before that, I... And that's like broadheads. If if the veteran didn't work properly, I don't know if I could shoot it because it it there would be that in the back of my mind. Well, I hope this opens up. I hope or, this one know, works. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? So or just like you know, if you're out shooting the backyard or something, you know, early season, and your sight's been good for the last two years, and you go out and you know, 
you might have been working out the last couple months, you know, and you might have added some muscle or something, you know, and now you're drawing your bow a little bit differently, differently, and then you're shooting, and you might be two inches to the right at 35 yards. Yeah. So then we, you're just like, ah, yeah, but it's been good for so long, you know. I'll just I'll just remember when I go hunting. Yeah. yeah it's gonna be two inches right. So then you aim differently, and then that's when bad shit happens. Yeah. You can't do that, man. It's just I I I'll I'll tell one tip that I do. If I go out and I have a really bad shoot with my bow, like it's just terrible, you know. It's one of those days where you're not your groups aren't near as good as they are. You just snap it over your knee. No, I'll just <laughs> I'll shoot I'll shoot those arrows, you know, and then about the time I get frustrated, I'll hang it up. And almost and what what hap- what comes to my mind? Sight must be bumped, whisker biscuit must have got bumped, something, you know, something's not correct. So I'll hang it up. Next day I'll go out. I always try to shoot the very next day. I'll go out there. Most of the time, everything's gone. It, out. it was just, you know, s- somehow I was holding it. I was torquing. I didn't have my, you know, peep at the right spot. And then when you get frustrated, it's just like 3D shoots. I don't know how many of you shoot 3D, but last year I shot a lot. I haven't this year because I've had the baby and we've got this going on on the weekends. But you, I, the more frustrated I get at a 3D shoot, like, if I miss a target, you know, 50, 40, 50 yards, 60 yards at some shoots, and I clean miss, dude, the frustration level is just, and then I can tell on the next shot, I'm just, I'm like, you know, I got to calm myself down. That's just like shooting in your backyard. Because one thing you do different than hunting, you don't go out and shoot 50 arrows, you know, you shoot one, one arrow, you know. So if you if you're shooting, if you're shooting your 50 arrow and you're getting frustrated because you're not shooting good, hang it up, man. Come back tomorrow or the next day. Give it a break. But I'm I'm really big on trying to shoot all the way throughout the year. You know, I, I, I'm not a guy who shoots every day. I wish I was, but I could say I probably shoot 30 arrows a week minimal, you know, through the whole year. And then during hunting season or going up to hunting season, it you know, goes way higher. But Yeah, especially leading up to the season, I think a lot of people – you know, they'll shoot like we do, you know, just getting back into it, getting getting a good feel for it again. Then September or whenever your season opens, like a month before, you're shooting two, maybe three times a week, yeah. getting about 100 arrows downrange. And then it's like when hunting season hits, boom, they stop shooting. I know. You know you're going hunting every yeah. Saturday, Sunday, or whatever your days off are, and then you just stop shooting. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, you need to keep shooting, you know, come home I'm, after work and, and still remember to do I'm that. I'm really big on, I just... I got. I take my bag and I throw it inside my garage, and I can shoot almost twenty yards. I don't know that I'll build the studio now if I can get the full twenty. Dude, I don't know why you're not shooting out back. You got to build like a four by four thing out yeah. here, and you can shoot it however far you wanted yeah. to. But going back to what you were saying, like my shooting schedule is. Um, so obviously, I, I had a lot of pressure on me yesterday doing the bow shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been shooting quite a bit. And then, um, you know, back in March when it, the weather finally broke, I started shooting once a week, um, getting some arrows down. And then, just like you said, you know, my my first couple of times, shit was just a little off. Like, it, it just wasn't like it was when I picked it up in September. And I found out, like, I was when I was drawing, my bowstring was coming off my cam at an angle to the right. So like I was I didn't have my my hand back to my anchor point where it, it usually was and I noticed that. And I lost a couple arrows. Oh shit. Yeah, and that was at 25 yards. Didn't even didn't even hit the target. Like just totally gone. Wow. Yeah, so now 
part of my routine, which it's not quite a habit yet, but it's it's getting into an ha- to a habit as much as I'm starting to shoot now. Coming up in the you know this beginning middle of summer is after I draw my bow, before I even look at my sight, I look straight up the string and be sure that string is coming straight off the sight. Then I'm putting my um, spaceship. Yeah, my spaceship. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say, but I was trying to get the the correct kisser term. button. Yeah, my kisser button. I'm putting that right on the corner of my mouth where it needs to be. Then I'm then I'm getting my sight dialed in through my peep and letting it rip then and another thing that i've been doing is i've been i've got some target panic but i've worked through that just in this last year i'm getting back more to uh the feel of my shotgun you know just squeezing squeezing letting it surprise you and when you hear people talk about that you know just squeezing well i'm like well if you you know if you're moving a little bit on the target like you want to be where you want to be when you hit the trigger you know but it's amazing when you're just squeezing that trigger how much steadier you become the moment or the moments leading up to you shooting your bow when you're just squeezing it off yeah when when i went from instead of just trying to punch it just punch it yeah squeezing like my my form felt better everything felt better so now that that's what i do you know i I mean, it's just habit for me now. What is what's crazy to me is when I do like shoot a buck. I'm not sure if I'm squeezing or not, though. I'm in the moment, you're so. just picking your spot and letting it rip. Mm-hmm. See, I mean, I've done that, and I did that with Ghost. Even though, man, dude, I felt super awesome about that shot, and it was it was a good shot. He went <laughs> went sixty yards, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I was just like, all right, yeah, I have to shoot him right here because I I got a big ass tree. I mean, I don't even know how big it is. You can't even bear hug it, and then, if I didn't shoot him where I shot him, I would have had to have spun 270 degrees damn near yeah. and hoped that he, he got... angled enough. Yeah, that he angled enough up to the ridge that he ran after I shot him, that he angled enough up there for me to get another shot. He could have hit one of them three scrapes back in the woods on me, but he also could have hit the ravine and went down, you know, and then I would have never shot him. I mean, how do you have how do you have a mid-140s at 14 yards and be like, well... Didn't get a shot. You know, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Shit happens, man. Shit yeah. Happens. So. One, one thing we like to do on here, and uh, we like we like to talk about products that we we like, you know, and we had a company reach out to us. They're just starting up. They're not big enough to be a partner with us, and we understand that, but we could tell that they're super passionate about it, and we just wanted to hit them with a quick shout-out in the middle of the show. We think this is a good product. We've both uh, bought it, tried it. Uh, we we really enjoy the product. Um, it's just, you know, it, it's not all about, you know, partnering with people. We can still shout out a company because we, we dig your product. So if anybody's yeah. got something out there that they want us to try that might be new or something, you know, send us out. We'll, we'll try it out. We'll tell you what you think about it. And uh, if we enjoy it, we'll, we'll put you in a shout out in the show. So go ahead and hit him with with the with the product, Tommy. Yeah. So uh, Randy's been following us on you know Facebook and listening to the podcast, and we appreciate Randy and um, doing what he's done for us. And the product that him and Mike are um, putting out is called Never Dry. Um, they got a couple different forms of it, and the the one that Randy sent me is Never Dry nine ninety nine. It's an ultra refined lubricant. And uh, if you search that on the web, this is the only product that comes up, like ultra-refined lubricant. 
most of most oil lubricants are 80 to 90 percent meaning that there's 10 percent um in the product that can make the product toxic never dry is 99.9 percent free of impurities meaning that it's non-toxic it's non-flammable it's non-conductive and non-reacting so i mean you're almost getting just a pure product pure whatever they put in it I don't know what they put it. I, I mean, that that's the science part. I'm just yeah. here using using yeah. the rig. One thing that I really liked about it, the hitch in mid there is, I looked at some of the before and afters of like an old rusty rifle, rifle? or something, oh, yeah. and then them using that, using it on the wood, using it on the barrel and the action, and then see, that's what interested me because like some of my grandpa's guns, I mean, they could really, you know, they got they got some pity and they got some rust because my grandpa. He liked hunting, and he used that a gun as a tool to push tree limbs back, or you know yeah. what, you know whatever. And he he used that as a tool, not as a collector's item, you know, to, right. to hunt. And I got a lot of his guns, and that's definitely something that I would I used on them and enjoyed seeing how much better they looked after using the, the product. So tests have proven that this lasts two years, but it's estimated that it can last up to three. And that's nine times longer than the leading competitor. So Never Dry Black, I've got the triple nine, then they also have the Never Dry Black, and that's designed to attack the carbon buildup, and it makes it easier to wipe away. You just simply put it on, apply it, and then you wait four to five minutes and you wipe it away. Um, it's really good for the chambers of guns uh, and yeah, you know like- the rifled barrels of our shotguns. Um, your rifles, you mean? Not your er, shotguns. Yeah, 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 <laughs> right. yeah. The barrels of our shotguns, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just places where carbon's a big issue. Yeah, like And you need like to my, get, it, get it out of like there. Like my AR, my twenty two AR. I mean, twenty twos burn pretty good. But you, I send so many shells to that, you know, the, to clean it with that carbon, which is something I haven't tried that I'd like to. To clean it with that carbon, it would be cool to see how better the action is, you know, after after cleaning it, really breaking it apart piece by piece and, and putting some never dry on. Right. And the way they're talking is you only got to use a couple drops on most yeah, stuff. Yeah, so, you know? I, I mean, how big is this bottle? It says five milliliters. Yeah. I mean, it's about the size of my pinky. Yeah, long, yeah. 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 I mean, they say, they say if you put it on your thumb and you just rub your fingers together, it'll never... Never quit being Never lubricated. quit being lubricated. No. No. <laughs> so they like to tell people, yeah, just put a drop on your thumb and, you know, just rub your fingers together and, you know, see how long it goes. Um, they say it never stops. That's cool. I haven't done it because I don't want to be there because I'll be, yeah. I'll be, I'll be <laughs> doing be it. Yeah, you're trying it. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you got anything else you want you want to bring up here, bud? I just wanted to, you know, say, hey, hey, never drive. We, we understand that, you know. You are trying to grow just like us. We want to give you a quick shout out because we do dig your product, but mainly we dig we dig your passion for your product. You know, you're putting out a, a high quality product. We seen you there in the magazine um, for the top ten things under hundred dollars for for shooters. That's got to be huge for you guys. So I hope the best for you guys, and uh, um, hopefully we can shout you out again on an episode. And I mean, yeah, just like we said, you know, this is really good for the chambers of your guns and stuff, but. There's also multiple uses for this. Yeah. I mean, race cars. Put it on your bow cams. Bow get that cams, squeak out. I mean, you know. anything, you know, anything around the house. Tons of use for this, guys. Definitely check them out. Never dry on Facebook. And uh, be able to hit them up there. What you got? 
home slice. Oh yeah. I see you scrolling over there. Well, yeah, I, I'm just trying to pick pick what we want to do here. I can delete that. We did that. Um, you want to talk about last breath? Yeah, I want to talk about last breath, dude. I put out a thing on our page, but if any listeners that haven't followed our Facebook or our Instagram yet, go check out last breath, dude. Just we, top notch. We we got tickets for their launch party and i that was one of the coolest events i've been to hunting wise i mean <laughs> that, they that gave unreal they gave away so much stuff man i don't even know put a Tons. number on it just Tons. thousands and thousands of dollars worth yeah. of stuff you know yeah multiple tree stands multiple uh trail cameras ground blinds not just knock off walmart no, no i mean this is know, top tree, not you know yes they gave up broadheads, hats, fletchings. Code blue scent. I mean, just a ton of stuff. Awesome. A full scent lock suit. Yeah. I mean, just Knocked crazy it out of amounts. the park. Two, two coolers, yeah. a bunch of koozies. But anyways, that was awesome. Their film was top notch. The stuff that they got, we only got to see three episodes that's going to be coming out on their new they, season. Those weren't even the full episodes. Those were no, shrunk those down, were shrunk too. down. Yeah. So... So I'm super excited to watch this season coming out. Um, they said that they're going to be, they're just on Carbon TV, but they said, correct me if I'm wrong, they're going to be on Carbon, uh, Vime- YouTube, YouTube, Vimeo, Vimeo and, and the I- Pursuit channel. Pursuit is coming in December. Yeah, so they're going to be on the Pursuit channel if any of you guys do pay for cable and want to watch them on that. Um, How baller is that? Yeah, dude? it's the what what blew us away is we got we got the opportunity to to hang out with them after the show. And these guys <laughs> were so awesome, man. We, I mean, just like people that you would want to hang out with all the time. You know, if, if, yeah. that, if, you know, if they were like, I'm going to go grab a couple of beers, that's the kind of guys you want to do that with. Right. You know, just, just simple, cool, knowledgeable, humble dudes. And, uh, you know, we're new in this game, you know, and we, we, we went there – you know, it was a blessing for us to go and to learn from them. Learned so much about filming, so much about business, and they were just offering stuff up to help us. Like, yeah. you know, like we've been friends forever. You know, and, and you were you are friends. You yeah. were friends with one so, in high school, dude. It just blew me away that I haven't connected up until now because I've watched them, and I just don't know if I've watched like Jesse hunting or you know Grant hunting. Um, I can't believe that I haven't seen Garrett because when I saw his face, like I was like, well, I'm going to go to this show. They're going to release three new episodes. I need to do a little bit of homework because that's just who I am. You know, I want to go into it knowing a little bit and which I've already watched them, but I just wanted to get their latest stuff. And Grant was on there and he took a guy hunting and they did a doe hunt and they took Mike from Griswold Archery out. And he got a doe and a turkey in the same hunt. And I was like, oh, dude, I know that. I, was, I know that guy. So Garrett and I ran track against each other, played basketball and football against each other from junior high all the way through high school. And um, I've had quite a, quite a history with him. I mean, there's a lot of times at the long jump, you know, we're just standing there bullshitting, but nothing hunting-wise or anything, you know, just talking about, you know, who's the hottest girl at his school and stuff, you know, but when I seen him and um, then I connected all the dots, you know, of all the episodes that I watched before and all the pictures and stuff that I've seen, man, it really blew me away that 
this is going on in our backyard. Like th- these yeah. guys are going to be on the pursuit channel. Like yeah. that is huge. They're hunting the same kind of area we are. Yeah, the same. And what what I want to put out is if there's anybody in our area that want tickets to this show for next year, we'll put a link out and uh we'll, we're going to really try to bring bring some love to this show for them. It's it's ticket exclusive and if they run out they're done. But they had some tickets left over this year, so we might be able to get a few. So if you're local and you want to drive to Galesburg, Illinois, and see... And that's another thing. Like, they could have went somewhere yeah, huge and done went, something, but they kept it local. They kept they, it they local. They haven't forgot where they come from. Yeah. And and that's just, that's truly just awesome another guys. shout out to them guys. Those guys were... All of them. I mean, all the guys and their wives and girlfriends were just yep. super cool. I mean, just... Yeah, Garrett's wife, Logan, she's part of the show. She's yeah. out there getting it. I mean, just awesome. Awesome people to uh, to talk to and, and uh, awesome people to become friends with, you know? Just... Yeah. I can't wait to just, you know, text them and be like, how's, how's the rut going, you know? <laughs> right. And just, just kind of get some more intel of someone who's really passionate about hunting and you know be able to learn from them so and they're not they're not just hunting in the midwest they're they're going out to kansas and stuff hunting turkeys um i don't know i, th- went shot I think a bear they, went shot yeah, a mule Jesse deer shot a bear grant shot a mule deer man just some really good stuff um their shows start on carbon tv coming out in the middle of june and then like we said they'll be on pursuit in december just some bad ass film yeah they are putting in a ton of work too and that's not even including their photos their yeah. photos are next level yeah. too they're like, putting in a ton of work to get this show out so any of our followers that doesn't do not like their facebook page or their instagram if you guys would just go over there and uh give them a like and and shout our name out let them know where it came from because yeah. those guys deserve it man they, they're those they're guys awesome. are putting in some work yeah definitely they deserve the follows, and I guarantee you, you guys are going to dig what you're seeing. Because I don't know anybody that listens to podcasts that don't watch hunting videos. No. <laughs> you know I mean, it's, right. I if you're this deep into hunting, you're, you definitely, because you know, you know, a lot of people are like, well, it's a podcast. Everybody know what a hunting video is, you know? So I can't wait to watch that doe episode. Yeah. Dude, when that, yeah. that doe gets yeah. drilled. Just, they just put the, a clip out of like six does getting smoked, <laughs> you know, not the kill shot, just right before and then cut it you off. You just see the arrow flying with the lighted knock, yeah. man, dude. And so, there's this doe out in the middle of the field just standing there. She has no idea it's coming. And you just see that knock just flying through the air. And then it cuts off right before it hits her. She gets lit up. Yeah. I think we should just title this shout out episode because that's we're doing yeah. a lot of shout now. Yeah, dude. And I think that's important because as much as we grown in just the past couple months, it's important to shout out the people that you're learning from and and making it possible, you know. Just trying to get intel out there for our listeners about this is the people that you want to follow in this. Because I guarantee you if someone had a question about something and you message Grant or message Last Breath on Facebook, they would answer it. Oh, that's yeah. how the kind Guaranteed. that's the kind of people they are. You yeah, know what I mean. So. Um, I'm I'm getting down here. I got one last thing to ask you. What does Whitetail Legacy mean to you at this moment in time? It's deep, man. Yeah, hit that's me, hit me on the back. Burner. It's deep. <laughs> I know. I kind of just sprung this on you, and mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this. Just because you know we we're putting in a ton of work on this podcast, like we always say, and we're seeing it um, gain gain momentum, gain followers, gain listens, and you know 
that's because you as a listener's doing your part. You're hitting that play button. We appreciate that. And Cody and I, you know, we're doing the groundwork behind the scenes stuff. Um, and I'm out here trying to ask you what Whitetail Legacy Podcast mm-hmm. means to you. Well, I will say this. We can't, we, you know, we decided on that name because we're trying to leave a legacy for our kids. You know, that's a huge driving force in me and Ryan's, you know, life. Uh, it's funny because I talk to people that are 25 and they're like, man, you got two kids, you know, yeah, and I'm right. 25. They're like, I'm like, yeah, it's just, you know, that's, a, that's the life path I chose. So uh, I think it's going to be really cool when my kid uh, gets to where he really wants to get started in the hunt, you know, like maybe he wants to start hunting on his own. Maybe he wants to start shooting, you know, big bucks and I can tell him all my knowledge, but then he can go back in the archives of this podcast you know, five years, because this is a long-term game for me and Ryan. This and homie. This isn't no. you know. This isn't something we're going to do for a year and wrap up shop. We want. We love this. You know this. This is what I do now. Yeah. This is like I work at the railroad and I podcast because <laughs> I love podcasting. I do not like working at the railroad. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. This is like what I do. This is this is me. You know, and uh, I think it's cool because he can look back and have all this knowledge. Not just our legacy, but this is this is leaving a legacy for us to our kids, yeah. Because they're going to be able to listen to our stories from five years ago, and we're going to be able to listen to our stories when we're forty, when we're twenty five, <laughs> and be like, "Man, we were dumb," or you know, or that was so, such an awesome hunt. You know, you're leaving. We're recording us right now, so we're leaving the legacy and the feelings that we have every week right now in our life you know we're gonna be able to listen and be like man yeah remember that time you had a kid in the rut that was great <laughs> yeah, you know right 10 years Good we're gonna point. be able to Good listen point, to that man. it's just so cool that we're leaving a legacy for our kids for and and for us you know because we're saving we save all this you know we can listen to it a long time down the road and you know we can we can be like man you remember when the rise was on they were talking about that hunt you know what was the date on that when north dakota was fire right. and you know when do we want to we want to go to north dakota now yeah so we listened to that episode we learned some some details and then another thing i think is really cool is i'm starting to get people are starting to attach whitetail legacy to me okay so now in five six years i believe that our names are going to have a legacy more than cody jenkins who lives in you know, Victoria and has two kids and a wife. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, oh, Cody Jenkins from Whitetail Legacy. Right. You know? So I think that's cool that our names are going to have a legacy for people, you know, all, you know, like like the friends we've made, you know? We've made a legacy of friendship with Justin that if we never started this, we would have never met that no, guy. No, There's and no chances had- that we would have met that guy. And he's such a cool, passionate dude hilarious hilarious dude. you know i mean just dude he was going to his car on snapchat yeah, <laughs> our snapchat the I neighbor's wish, keys yeah <laughs> i'm like what but yeah i wish we'd get our snapchat open up oh, just a snapchat man. group for everybody because it's just it's awesome but yeah <laughs> just like that we made a legacy with that friendship that we would have never had if we didn't start this and i 
I just say thanks to you. Thank you to me. Thank you. Because if you wouldn't have started with me, yeah. I don't know if I would have started by myself. Yeah, I had this thought about six weeks before you asked me, which you might have had it about the same, but it just took you six weeks to, you know, be like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. No, no, no. But yeah, yeah. Because I told told the wife, I said, ah, I'm going to start my own podcast. Me and Cody, we're going to start it. And that was about six weeks later, you're asking me. And I was like, well, hell yeah, I'm going to do it. And I said, I already hinted at the wife before I even knew that you wanted to do it. And so, yeah, man, thanks for doing this with me. What does Whitetail Legacy mean to me? Uh, your answer was your answer was awesome. Mine's a little more personal to me. Uh, I kind of grew up um, very involved in sports and stuff. And... You know, it was taught if you're not if you're not the winner, then you're not the best, and you need to be better. But obviously, there was a point in time to where I never filmed a hunt, and there was a point in time where I never podcasted. But I can't podcast ten times, you know, for ten weeks, and just be like, I eh, know it wasn't good enough. No, you have to record it, and you have to send it, and then you can't hunt deer. A whole year like you only have from october 1st till january 15th we'll say whatever weekend day it falls on to film deer while you're hunting with a bow and a shotgun that's the only time you have so this is my first year filming and uh you know cody edited all my film and well not all of it he edited you know the film i gave him and put it out there and just like we always say it's rookie as shit you know, I don't have a nice camera. Uh, it's it's coming, but I don't have a nice camera yet. I'm just using the camera that I had to me. And um, doing this podcast has helped me overcome, like, being feared of what the haters are going to say. Like, at this point right now, I don't give a shit what the haters say. Yeah. Like, I'm just sending it. You know, I'm doing me, and you have to have a starting point whenever you, whenever you do something new. And doing this podcast every week... And, um, you know, I filmed turkey hunting this year, didn't get a whole ton of good film, got a couple of turkeys running away while I'm trying to reap them, you know, um, but doing this podcast and, um, trying to film stuff and having somebody alongside me at the same level that I'm at, um, it's really helped me overcome it. And it's been a ton of fun exposing myself when I'm not at my best, which I've always try to be at my best, you know, whether it be basketball, football, whatever sport I'm playing. Um, this this is something totally different, and uh, I'm glad that that we're doing this, man. Yeah. And so the, the amount that I think we have grown as hunters and the amount that we have grown as podcasters in six months blows my mind. In six months, I never thought we would be where we're at right now no. with this, you know? Nope. With, with the, the stuff we got on the table right now, and we're hooked to a TV now, and we're watching, watching on the big screen, and the people that we get, like the guy we got coming on next week, man, I mean, to, to hear his stories and to be able to share that, I'm so, I'm jacked about that, yeah. dude. It's going to be very cool, I, and uh, you guys don't want to miss next week's. If you listen this deep, you do not want to miss next week's, because it's, it's going to be a, a, a riot, I think. This guy's... He puts her all out there, dude. Man. He's his truck. He's all in on it. Yeah, I was gonna say, there's so, another truck wrapped yeah, up, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Real quick before we wrap this up, what is your rut vacation looking like, or do you have a plan yet? I got five floaters 
left. Yeah, five floaters. You're just going to run them all yep. whenever you're going to run them in a row, or are you going to take them day by day? I'm probably going to, I think I, I'm going to take them five and then a weekend. So seven days straight. Right. Okay. Um, I've, so I've obviously got the baby due November 9th. I'm hoping she can pop him out November 1st. Uh, we don't want him, <laughs> we don't want him Halloween or before. It kind of hurts us on some work benefits. So we're looking November 1st. Um, pop a baby out, and then I'm taking. When I when, so we had to put our our vacation in every November for the following year, and I put in for October 22nd for them five days, and then I did my usual November 12th to the 16th. And for some reason, they scheduled me for like July 23rd, and I'm like, "What the hell are you doing?" And then they gave me my week before shotgun, so I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good with that." So I'm gonna have to change my one week, which I would have already had set in stone. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to change that, and I think I'm just going November 5th all the way through the 18th. So basically, I'm going to be on vacation November 3rd through the 18th. Two weeks in a row, I should be able to be there. You know, So say she does have the baby on the 1st, I'm going to just take those two days off in a row, and then I'm going to be right on vacation. I'm probably going to start hunting real hard, Uh, maybe Monday night sneak out and tell her I'll be home at dark, and then... On that Tuesday, the 6th, yeah, you might as well not see me anywhere besides picking the baby up about one thirty in the in the morning until the 18th. <laughs> <laughs> and then I only had to work three days, and then we got two days off for Thanksgiving, so I'm going to work about eh, six days in November. Yeah, like, yes. So you're going to put down a giant. I know it. I know, dude. <laughs> you seen it. Yeah. You've seen it. Yeah. Homie's been holding out trail cam picks all year. Yeah. Just showed me. I'm like, <laughs> where's this buck? What the? Yeah. We both got giants to chase, so that's going to make us passionate. So yeah, we'll give we'll give a little more detail. We get closer in and get a, get uh, a little better idea how it's going to look out for us. Yeah, but I think it'd be really pumped. cool if we uh, we kind of sh- you know told our plans of how we're going to hunt these deer, and then if we did connect, tell them if those plans worked or if you had oh, to change yeah. or right. what you know because they're such they're like world class deer. You know, oh, yeah. So yeah. Um, right, we we got to wrap this up. Yep. We just want to thank everybody who's come on. Um, this will be episode 28, I believe. And, man, thank you to everybody who's come on, giving us some good content, some great info, some hilarious segments, um, and some really good laughs. You know, we can't we can't put this podcast together without a guest or, you know, just Cody and I. But this one's just more of us catching up. Um, you know, we, we got a lot of baby stuff going on, mm-hmm. a lot of dad stuff. Yeah. So just thanks to everybody who's come on and you know, more importantly, thank you to everybody who's hitting that play button and liking and sharing everything we're putting out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um it's really, really awesome to get the the steam going forward that we got. Yeah, for sure. All right, like we say, keep hitting that play button. We love you guys. Whitetail Legacy out. Oh man, cut my intro, <laughs> my extra <laughs> out. <laughs> Whitetail Legacy out. <laughs> Now we're out. <laughs>